Great is his faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. The songwriter said, all I have needed, your hand has provided. And that is the truth. Eh, he is the provider, the great provider. His blessing is available. He provides strength. He provides health. He provides goodness. He provides mercies. He provides the abundance, the abundance of life which flows from the relationship with him, which flows from the connection through Jesus Christ to him the source of life you are blessed you are highly favored your going out is blessed your coming in is blessed you are surrounded by testimonies of the miraculous workings of our god by faith you possess your soul by faith you possess the full abundance that god have released on earth for his children to walk in by faith in christ jesus you experience the will of god fulfilled in your life and through your life by reason of being a citizen of heaven be favored be favored in your going out be favored in your coming in to the glory and the praise of our god hallelujah Amen. We're still looking at the fact that you are a citizen of heaven. And two, you make the decision to live the life of faith as the key to receive the provision of God. And point three, you made the decision to practice godliness as an outward expression of the fear of God. The outward expression of your reverence for God. Hallelujah. And that all men sees it in your actions. We are not talking about just a mental state. We are talking about something that finds its expression physically. And the point is people can practice the outward form and lack the inward power of godliness. And we see a lot of people saying we are moral we do not steal we do not kill we are not corrupt we try our best and here and there but you see that can never meet the standard of god the only thing that has satisfied the fullness of god's standard is jesus christ god himself that became flesh and by reason of faith in jesus we have access to the very righteousness of god in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse number 21. And so be encouraged to stand up. Make a decision this year. Make a decision today that I am a godly man. I am a godly woman. I'm a godly person. And my life expresses the reverence I have for God. Because inwardly, inwardly, I am changed by the Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ himself, who is my Lord and my Savior. Hallelujah. And now let's look at some thoughts about godliness and wrap up um, on the, the, the subtopic on godliness today. I want to go back to Timothy and read from first timothy some three verses the first one is from first timothy chapter number five verse number four it says but if 
a widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household and to make some return to their parent. For this is pleasing in the sight of God. So it's in simple terms, counseling um, widows to train their children um, in a godly way or their grandchildren in a godly way. They should show them godliness and godliness should be seen at home. Hallelujah. It's not what we do outside. It's not a clapping, the singing and shouting outside. It's, it has to be seen at home that you are godly. Why? Because that is where we face our most challenges. Living close to somebody who sees our weaknesses, who sees our, our, our strength, who sees more than what we say outside, who sees more than what the world sees. Hallelujah. And the Bible is saying that the people around us at home have to see our godly life show them teach others through your reverential fear of god how to live hallelujah those who are learning from us they have to see how we live at home and that is the encouragement the question is if people were to be at your home and to be at my home and to spend days with us would they come to the conclusion that indeed we revere god we revere God at home when we, we are praised to the world, when we are squeezed by the challenges of the time. Have we allowed God, the Holy Spirit, to work in us, to transform us by the renewing of our mind so that what comes out of us, no matter what pressure we face or sources we see at home, we will always be godly. And I think that is an area that God wants us to make room for him to work so that his best can come out of us. So that those that we live at, at home will see God in us. They can learn from us how God is and our reverence of him will be seen by all men. Now, let me go to the second one. First, put Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 and 8 says, Have nothing to do with irreverent silly meat. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way take note of that as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come so why are we talking about this godliness as a needed supplement for our faith so that we can see the full measure of what god has promised manifesting in our lives and we see here that godliness has value not just for this life but also for the life after living in a reverential fear of god living a life that from inside out is lived based on the reverence you have for god the way you handle people the way you talk about people the way you think about people if all of us we just simply make the decision that hey it is necessary for our faith that we practice the reverential fear of god in the way and manner we treat people 
Hallelujah. So we are not just talking about standing and saying, I glorify God, lifting our hands and praising and thanking the Lord. But we are saying that this fear of God, this reverence of God becomes an, an, a, a, becomes a, an action-based lifestyle that reveals mm, that we revere God. Hallelujah. And I thank God that it's written here in body say train yourself for godliness. So um, as much as godliness is is something God has given us all things that pertains to life and to godliness, it will require our commitment to it. Godliness will not happen on its own. Godliness will not happen on its own. Take note of that. It requires a dedication, a commitment, a decision to train yourself. Because naturally, if you allow your own logical thinking and 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 emotions to take over in situations especially in challenging situations you end up uh, going in directions and making decisions that will not help you to see the fruit of your faith walk with the lord hallelujah but when you train yourself to live in reverential fear of god with the Holy Spirit and God Almighty himself working in you to make you willing and able to do his will and his good pleasure. According to Philippians 2 verse 13, you will begin to notice how it profits your life in this life and by God's grace after this life. So be encouraged. Be encouraged. Let me read one last verse for today. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse number 10. Um, it's a lot of things that I've talked about before getting here. But in the verse number 10, it says, But with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works. Hallelujah. So godliness is demonstrated in good works. Hallelujah. And it's important that we make that decision. That the good works that God has prepared for us before the foundations of the earth that we are to walk in, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10, it is a good thing that we commit to doing them through the resolve to live in a reverential fear of God. In the way we live as women, in the way we live as men, in the way we live as wives, in the way we live as mothers, as grandmothers, in the way we live as friends, in the way we live as workers and employees, as we talked about yesterday, it has to reflect in every aspect of your life that we revere God, that we honor God with our actions, with our attitude, with what we do at all times. I pray. Holy Spirit, that help us, help us. Sometimes when we hear these things, it challenges us. And one time, if we are not careful, it also sets us under pressure because we see in our own weaknesses, we see where we are struggling and battling. But Father, you will help us. So I pray that help us. Be gracious to us. Be merciful to us. In your own special way, you have said that we should come to the throne of grace, that we obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So in our time of need, your grace and your mercy is available at the throne for us. 
Oh yes, and we come to the throne right now to receive grace, to receive the available mercy. Father, for our lives who are going forward, for our families, for our homes to begin to see the fruit of faith, the fruit of the abundant provision of God. All things that pertains to life and to godliness, that our lives will be fruitful and rich in good works to your glory. In the name of Jesus, we are blessed. And by reason of that, we are preserved and protected. Our minds, our minds, our minds, oh God, be renewed by the word of God. And I thank you that that reflect in the transformation that takes place in our life, that all men will see and experience how you are working your purposes out and perfecting them in everything that concerns us to your glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You are blessed. You are highly favored. Walk in the full measure of the abundance of God, in the full measure of his blessings, and experience the testimony of his glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.